Hello, this is David Oram taking you around the world in two. Today was the third day of the final test in the UAE, with Pakistan 1-0 up and England needing a win to level the series. Meanwhile, Afghanistan won the second 2020 versus Zimbabwe to take the series 2-0 to add to their historic ODI series win. Zimbabwe now visit Bangladesh for three ODIs and two 2020s. On Thursday, the first of four tests between India and South Africa gets underway, while the first of three tests between Australia and New Zealand kicks off in Brisbane. But spare a thought for the tourists, who were robbed of valuable practice when their warm-up match was abandoned. When the Cricket Australia eleven declared shortly before lunch on day two of what was originally a four-day fixture, the game was cancelled with the pitch deemed unsuitable and potentially dangerous. Brendan McCullum had refused to use his front-line bowlers as the surface deteriorated, giving ten men a bowl with only wicketkeeper BJ Watling missing out. The official result was a draw, with the final batting scorecard reading Cricket Australia 11, 503 for 1 declared. RGL Carters, Court Watling bowled Latham, 209. AJ Finch, not out, 288. A few birthdays and anniversaries. Today is Kirk Edwards' 31st birthday. 14 short of a 1,000 test runs, hopefully signing for the Jamaica Scorpions for this season's regional four-day competition will help produce form good enough to earn an international recall. Jamaica's first match is versus Barbados at Kensington Oval on Friday. Other current players with birthdays include Wanderers teammate and West Indies captain Jason Holder, who's 24 on Thursday. He's copped a one-match ban for a slow overrate in the first ODI versus Sri Lanka and will miss tomorrow's second game. Meanwhile, Devendra Bishu, who's 30 on Friday, has been added to the 2020 squad after Samuel Battery copped a dose of dengue and is ruled out of joining the tour. Anniversaries to note include the birth today in 1892 of Trinidad all-rounder Joe Small, who played in West Indies' first ever test in 1928. And also today in 1902 was born Charles Jones, whose first test in 1930 was West Indies' seventh. Further back, Stanley Sproston, who was born in 1872 next Monday, was a member of West Indies' very first touring team to England in 1900. He had a useful tour, scoring 600 runs at 22 with one century, and led the side in several matches while Orchard Warner was suffering from malaria. Friday is the anniversary of the 1927 birth of Eric Atkinson, who played in eight tests in 1958-59, while the anniversary of his brother Dennis's death in 2001 follows on Monday. The pair, whose name adorns the pavilion stand at the Darrells Road ground, were the third brothers to appear together for West Indies after Jackie and Rolf Grant and Vic and Jeff Stolmeyer. Jeff's great opening partner was Alan Ray, and his father, Ernest, was born in 1897 this Sunday. A useful batsman, his only first-class hundred was for Jamaica versus a strong touring English eleven in 1929. Sunday is also the 70th birthday of Australian leg spinner Tony Mann. He took only four wickets at 79 in his four tests, but made his mark in history when he became only the second night watchman to make a test century. His 105 in the fourth innings versus India at Perth in 1977 led his side towards a successful pursuit of 339. Saturday marks 15 years since the death aged 103 of Englishman Jim Hutchinson, the longest living first-class cricketer and only one to live throughout the 20th century. A middle-order batsman and good cover point, he was born in 1896 and appeared 255 times for Derbyshire between 1920 and 1931, playing twice for them versus the West Indies tourists of 1923 and 1928, scoring 4, 26 and 3. 
Former West Indies players with birthdays include Trinidad and Tobago assistant coach David Williams, who kept wicket in 47 internationals. He'll be 52 tomorrow. And fellow keeper Barbados's David Allen, who played five tests between 1962 and 66, is 78 on Thursday. On Sunday, it'll be the 55th birthday of Mark Nieter. A regular contributor to Mason and Guests, he represented Jamaica from 1979 to 1992 and made 67 versus the English tourists of 1981 and 66 versus them in 1986, both times against attacks including Ian Botham and John Embury. And finally, Monday is the 72nd birthday of John Shepherd. Born in St Andrew, he made his Barbados debut in 1965, aged 21 versus an international Cavalier side including Trevor Bailey, Godfrey Evans and Jim Laker. And his final appearance in 1987, aged 43, alongside Courtney Walsh for Gloucestershire. He played five tests for West Indies, including all three of the 1969 Tour of England, when he led the bowling with 12 wickets, ahead of both Sobers and Gibbs. His last test was at Port of Spain two years later when, as Reds Pereira recorded in our recent Willow of the Windies podcasts, he was barracked by a spectator after a misfield. You, John Shepherd boy, you a real all-rounder boy. You can't bowl, you can't bat, and you can't field. Most of his subsequent long career was played in England, including over 500 matches for Kent, for whom he was one of their genuine greats. In all, he hit well over 10,000 first-class runs and took more than 1,000 wickets, including 72 in 1984, aged 40. He was a Wisdom Cricketer of the Year in 1979, became Regional Cricket Development Officer for the Americas in 1988, and was Kent President in 2011, the county where he retired, residing in Herne Bay, the same seaside town which I've made my home in England. Until next time, this has been Around the World in Two with David Oram. <laughs>